Hey, what is today? It's Monday. It's February the 28th. That's right. Last oh, day, oh, oh, yeah. Last day of February. Shortest uh, month of the year. I'm just uh, curious because, you know, thinking about today being the last day, it reminded uh-huh. me of conversations I've had with my kids before that I don't think they know. You know that thing that we were taught? What? Leap year? Uh, 30 days of September. Yeah. April, June, and November, and all the rest of 31 and something about 28. Well, you either taught that or you weren't. And yeah. that didn't, if, if it was mentioned, I was absent that day. You're oh, the, you're so the first, you don't know what how many I, days are in each month? I don't, I couldn't spit that little rhyme to you, no. Oh. She knows Sorry. the days and the months, she just doesn't know the rhyme. Oh, okay. I'm just not cool yeah. about like it. Like Roy G. Biv for a rainbow? No. Yeah, I remember that. What's funny is I never can remember that it's Roy G. Biv, yeah. so that defeats the purpose, right? The just... thing about February is that it's spelled Fred Brewery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going off course here. No, uh, learning no. tricks or learning tricks. But, like, my kids don't, number one, they don't know that little saying, and they have a tough time with, it's almost like yeah. the cursive thing. It's like they have a tough time remembering how many how many days are in each month. Really? Oh. Like, February still has 30 or 31. No, 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 no. no. Shortest month. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't mean the older kids. They're they're they're, it's about they're with the program now. It's, okay. It's nice. about what you're exposed to. Yeah. And what teacher and did your teacher make you care about it or not? I mean, some of it's hit or miss, right? Yeah, Obviously. But, but it's like I thought when I was like in elementary, middle school, everybody was taught that. I mean, Murphy knew it. Mm-mm. I knew it. I mean, it could have just been, like you said, you were sick that day. Yeah, I don't think it's because they're not smart or don't know the rhyme. I think it's because it's served up now. Your phone is going to tell you what the date is. You don't have to go seek the day on a calendar anymore. You don't have yeah. to remember. You, you know what I mean? You should learn it. Okay, oh, I'm so- not saying you shouldn't learn it. I'm just saying that that's the reason why. If it's served yeah. up to you, yeah. you know, your phone's not going to say, all right, it's February 30th. Unless you have a knockoff or a three G phone, right? Yeah. So you want to spit the rhyme? If you remember it, I don't know the end of it. Let's do the whole. Let's thirty days of September, April, June, and November. All the rest have thirty one, and then the, there's a there's Except, a couple of lines on February, like excepting February, except February, and they got a couple more rhymes. Okay. Which is 28, except in the leap year so when it's 29. you learned your lesson, just not the rhyme. Awesome. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, your phone. Is it on you all the time? I'll tell you what causes the most anxiety about having a smartphone next. All right, we all have our phones with us all the time, almost, right? Mm-hmm. Most people can't be without their their phones. Your little computer that you carry everywhere with you. Would you guys agree? That teenager, that mom paid him eighteen hundred dollars to go without his phone for six years. I know that's a for six years. Yeah, that's a that's a wow. That's a deal there. It is a a sweet deal. Yeah, because I demand more money for six years. I know. I would have too. I thought the same thing, but I thought good for her to keep him away from social media for that long. Yeah, yeah, that's a little less than thirty dollars a month. If we threw threw that down. The girls would be like, "Man, nah, I don't need you know it." Maybe she was paying him for the cost of the phone, uh, yeah, the bill. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, most of us have it—the phone with us—within our reach at all times. Okay, we use it for everything: checking the weather, taking pictures, yeah. reading news, staying in touch with people. It's you know, everything but a phone. It's for everything, exactly. In <laughs> fact, I mean, how often do you actually talk on the phone? I do, but okay. So anyway, the other thing is though: does it cause you? Because they tell you it's not good for you to be plugged in all the time. Yeah. What do you think causes anxiety about having a phone? What do you think it is? The number one anxiety causer. It's uh, interesting. Losing the phone? No. Misplacing, eh. I mean. Eh. 
Murphy? Uh, one guess. One uh, guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, notifications? Oh, that's a good guess. Right. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the real answer, and to me, this is generational, though, because the real answer is what causes anxiety is the thought of it not having enough power. Like the, when the bars oh. go down and we don't right. really have 20% or whatever, right. that's anxiety. And that does call me it, call, cause that to would be, be without an, it. An older yeah. generation thing. Yes. Because I know my kids can get down to 4% and it's no big deal. If I looked right now, it would be 10% or less for I, the kids. Look, when, it, I, when mine goes below 40, I get a little nervous about it. Yeah. <laughs> I but, know. You know the, I know. The, you know. For me, I can put the phone down. If I'm deliberately being the one who puts it down, I can get away from it for a while. Right. But if I lose internet access or something like that, that stress. Is me more than anything. That's about control. Knowing that I can't <laughs> access anything drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what causes most of us phone anxiety is not having enough juice. Hey. Unless you're a certain age. I got a shout out to Maddie and Parker. She's at 97% and Ooh. he's at 87. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. I'm, that- at, I'm at 89%. What are you at, Jody? Oh, this early in the day, 82. There you go. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I wanted to bring this story back around for you, especially Sam, because quarterback Matthew Stafford, um, after winning the Super Bowl, a couple days after when they had that big parade in L.A., Mm -hmm. there was that incident where he was standing there with his wife, having a good good time celebrating, and there was a photographer that walked up. Oh, yeah, she was trying to take a picture of him. She backed up too far and fell off the stage. Right, and she fell a significant... And of course, he reached out to. No way, he turned his back and walked away. That was kind of a weird. That was a very awkward video to watch. Yeah. Does anything come out of that? Yes, that's why I'm bringing it back up. First of all, she suffered some severe spinal injuries, and the Rams and the Staffords, that family, has agreed to kick in and pay for it all. So that's good. But um, Matthew Stafford uh, did this podcast with his wife where they addressed it because I guess they felt like they needed to. Here's Here's what he had to say. That obviously happened really quickly and suddenly and unexpectedly and yeah. wish I had a better reaction in the moment. Um, I didn't apologize to her for that, but glad that, you know, all in all, she's doing all right. So one of those things that uh, try and train your reactions to be a little bit better next time. And, yeah. and um, you learn from train your reactions to be a little better next time. Look, we've all reacted in ways that we wish we could take back. And so this is what that was for him. Mm-hmm. He sounded like a football player there, didn't he? Yeah, it sounded yeah. like, just come back next next quarter. We're going to come yeah. back next we quarter. We can't win them all. <laughs> it's very matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he finally addressed it. It's been a minute. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got your calls from our 24-hour, vo- 24-hour voicemail. We'll go there next. <laughs> Jump in with us. We love to hear from you the most. 877-3104-MSJ, and that's on anything we're, you know, talking about. You can jump in. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. I just wanted to call and thank y'all very much. You brighten my day every morning while we're sitting here waiting for the bus for my eight-year-old. Who, by the way, would like to say hello? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he loves y'all's show I do too Thank you so much for what you do Sweet. Keep doing it, please Thank you so much for the voicemail I'm sorry we missed you Me too I, You know, I would have loved to have talked to him like, And yeah. both of them by wait, waiting for the bus You know what's funny about that I see so many, and I love it I see You see so many families Where there's a parent waiting with the kid Yeah <laughs> 
this is not a slam on my family, but I never had a person waiting for the bus with me. Did yours pick you up at your house or like a block? Yes, my house. Well, oh, okay. That, that could why. be the, yeah. If I had been down the block or something like that, I bet you. Yeah, my, all my had. years at Holy Cross, all eight years, or the years I rode the bus, mm-hmm. it would always pick me up a block away. Okay. So my dad always, he would drive out there and oh, I'd that's sit nice. with him. We, oh. We'd sit together. And listen to the radio and wait for the bus. That's cool. You know, That's, yeah. My mom would, we had to walk down the street about a block also. And uh, huh. when we were young, they would come up there with us. But by the time we were, I don't know, probably fifth, <laughs> yeah, sixth grade, Get or whatever. Out of the house. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that you saying that you sitting in the car with your dad waiting on the bus every day i'm knowing you sam it probably was more quiet but that is the perfect opportunity for quality time with a kid is it not yes what did you guys do you're right it was like just silent (laughs) because you are a lot like your dad Uh, yeah not a lot of words when i mean you with us you're a lot of words and laughter but yeah well i mean um, we would talk about homework because he's also one that, that helped me with you know history homework and that's cool and stuff like that good all right well for everybody listening this morning if you are waiting on a bus thank you for listening we love having you along 877-310-4msj coming up with murphy sam and jody i have to tell murphy about a little visitor that we had the other day who's already come and gone i think hmm. So, Murphy, I have to tell you this, and Sam, I know you're going to sit back and enjoy this a lot, so enjoy. Yesterday, uh, when you were running errands, and I had just come home as well, uh, when I pulled into our carport, I I didn't ask you to make sound effects. Oh, sorry. Um, I heard this weird noise. Even when I turned my car off, I heard this little ticking like. In the car? Yeah. I felt like it was in the car. I I I didn't know. I just heard a ticking. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. It's a car. I get out of the car and I realize I need to go to the mailbox. I didn't check it the day before. So I walk to the mailbox. On my way back, I'm walking past the car. I'm looking at my phone. You know how you walk around and you're looking at your phone? And out of the corner of my eye, um, on the hood of my car, you know that place where it's the windshield and then the hood, there's this little section where the wipers are. It's like this change. I don't know of where the hood begins. Yeah. There was a mouse. Whoa. On your car? In my car, like in the engine, you know, and he was walking, and he was actually very cute. I was like, oh my God. You had to be there when you were driving. I thought so too. Whoa. I know. Wait, wait, mouse or a rat? Are you sure? I think, I I knew you were going to ask me that, and I don't. I, I had my phone in my hand, so I tried to I tried to quickly video it, but he was so fast because when he saw me, he was like scurrying yeah. and went back into my engine. Oh, yeah. Well, but, I'm glad you waited till today to tell <laughs> yeah, somebody. Really, I forgot about it last night. But number one, he was so cute that up close. That's the third time you like, said that. Oh well, my god! So if he was cute, he couldn't have been a rat. You wouldn't have thought he a rat was, was brown. Cute. Like think Jerry of Tom and Jerry. And he, he was, was so <laughs> cute and looking right at me and no. just wanted to get away. Ah, now we know what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, I don't know where he got into my car. I looked around the garage. There was an empty dog food bag, which can be trouble. But then I could have picked him up. I was running errands all weekend. I was all over the place all weekend. So he could have gotten in my car at a grocery store. I don't know. But on the way in this morning, I didn't turn anything on, any earbuds, any music. I just was quiet in the car, and I didn't hear anything. No squealing? 
Of course, that could have been the fan belt, but anything. <laughs> no. Isn't that weird? That is weird. He looked it, like it makes... a mouse, but he was, he was fat. He had been eating some stuff. So, FYI. I, I'm really hoping he came home from work. <laughs> Coming up, remember we talked about the possibility that your life flashes before your eyes when you die? Mm. Um, a scientist wants to weigh in next, guys. That's up on the way. We go wherever you go, and that makes it easy. You can always catch up with us later today on the Murphy, <laughs> Sam, and Jody podcast in case you miss anything. Um, we love to hear from you. Give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We do try to read and see, and we do respond to as many of your comments and questions as possible. And Darcy sent this in um, the other day on Friday after we had talked about that beautiful scientific discovery of the brain waves of a person who was dying mm-hmm. remember the brain waves showing that it does look the like activity speeds your, up your or, life flashes before your eyes mm-hmm. when you're dying that's that was the like summation mm-hmm. i don't think it, it's not like it's fact yet it's just yeah. like an assumption it's like oh wow this has been recorded and look what happened darcy writes in love the show Thank I'm, you, a, Darcy. I'm a developmental scientist, and the findings of that study about postmortem brainwaves only indicate that it's possible. Yeah. It doesn't prove it happens to everyone, especially since they only have data for one person, as Sam or Murphy asked. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was the one that suggested. They, should, they need to do right, more. They need to have volunteers to do testing. As Sam or Murphy asked, it could be voluntary or... An experience that only some people have. Definitely, yeah, definitely an interesting avenue for future research. Um, This is your unsolicited scientific literacy for today, LOL. So thank you, Darcy. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, because all it can detect is activity. Don't know what that activity is, was, or, or other. Yeah. But you have to start somewhere, and I suppose that's what a scientist does, right? You take one piece of information, and then you start to mm-hmm. test it against you have to others. Document and, yeah. everything along the way. Yeah. The whole process is incredible, yep. but it's just one of those things, those stories that we kind of latch onto because you kind of want to believe that it's possible. I don't yeah. know why. I guess it's a romanticized thing, but that you'd want to see beautiful things to yeah. kind of wrap up your own yeah. story. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you want your life to flash before your eyes, Sam, when you go? I yeah I I guess yeah. I mean all the laughter would be good no but it also too it could be like if your mind if your mind is able to do that then your mind is also able to comprehend I'm just about to die maybe so oh so now you made it stressful for sorry me, yeah. <laughs> all right thank you Darcy hit us up anytime on Facebook or Instagram coming up with Murphy Sam and Jody Jody has another Hollywood outsider coming up next though confidence if you struggle with it no matter who you are what's your age if you struggle with confidence the things that you can do to build up your own confidence and nobody else will even know you're doing it a um, couple of weeks back when I did Facebook live we talked the whole time about confidence and self-esteem and that was such a big wonderful discussion to have because so many of us, struggle with that even some of the most confident people who exude confidence they may struggle and you just don't know it so if if you're listening right now if you're a kid especially and you struggle with confidence and believing in yourself everybody's got that going on whether they seem it or not true it's truth um and we're gonna do it again in our facebook live uh, coming up soon because I, i came across this stuff these little things that you can do. I'm going to drop four of them on you. Okay. That 
everybody can do. This is what confident people do. Is this to help you improve your confidence? Yes, to build your own. Number one, dress and grooming. Immediately, it signals to other people how you feel about yourself. Beyond that, it helps you feel better about yourself. Oh, well, sure, that's why people like to dress up and go out. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, Dude, I love yeah. to dress up. It's about yeah. how I feel, actually, 100%. Yeah. Um, so if you, you know, if you dress, if t- pay attention to how you're dressed. And if you want to feel better about yourself, dress a little bit better, even just by small measures, like yeah. a favorite sh- pair does, of shoes. Yeah, and the thing, it doesn't, that doesn't have to cost a fortune either. No, it doesn't. I mean? right. And make but, sure your clothes fit. There are times right. I dress and it's like, oh, that's too tight, but I got to go to work and I'll just deal with it today. And then all okay. day, it's just like. You're uncomfortable yeah. and it shows. Number two, posture. Posture has a strong, there you go, sit up straight, has yeah. a strong uh, impact on how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Which is all about, you know, it's not what other people think, but then again, they do. They do realize it. That's where the saying, hold your head up, comes from, right? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, holding your head up. Okay. If you're sad, you you know, your head is kind of down. Number three, make and maintain eye contact with people. Hmm. If you can't do that, that's a signal to everyone else that you are lacking confidence and you will get stronger by doing it. And therefore, feel better about you. Yeah. You want the the um, fourth one? Sam? I don't want to look you in the eye. Just give me number four. <laughs> yes. What's number four? The fourth one is to be the one. I love this, and I was taught this a long time ago to initiate contact with people. Somebody new uh, walks into oh, a yeah. room. Be the first one to extend your hand. Hi, I'm so and so. You know, mm. welcome. How do you know so and so? Murphy's Murphy does that. Well, because chances are the other person may may not be confident enough to do that, and so mm. you accomplish two things. Really, mm-hmm. you're reinforcing your own, and you're helping them with theirs. Thank you, Murphy. <laughs> Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The SAG Awards happened this weekend, last night. The Screen Actors Guild Awards. And I wanted to tell you, Sam, well, for best uh, ensemble drama, it was Succession. But for comedy, it was Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah, one of your favorites. But I got to take you immediately to, you know, the individual acting awards because those are often the precursors to the Academy Awards. Yeah, and so, they also predict which, uh, who's going to win the Academy Awards. <laughs> exactly. Jessica Chastain, one of my favorites, she won for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, I love really? her. Really? She did. Wow. And wait, wait, wait. Will Smith won for his work in King Richard. Venus, Serena, the, the Williams family, you, you entrusted me and our group with your story. Um, you didn't agree to put your name on it till you saw the final project. <laughs> I agree. That's, I get that. I get that. But when I got the call and you watched the movie and you said you loved it, I just want to say, Thank you very much. It was it was my deepest pleasure to honor your family and to tell your story to the world. Nice. Yay. Okay, so King Beautiful. Richard, I know fine. Like this is to me. He's up against Denzel and he's up against a lot of big in the Academy Awards coming up, but this is a big deal, you know, for him to finally win yeah. to be in moment. this to be in this race. Mm-hmm. And you would expect Will Smith to be funny in his acceptance speech. So no pressure going forward, but Will Smith won a SAG award last night. Coming up next. You know, uh, I know we all like grilled cheese sandwiches after watching Chef. Uh-huh. Uh, but Tanya and I kicked it up a notch last night. And I'll explain next. That's good. I know we're all big grilled cheese fans, mainly because of watching the movie Chef. Well, no, mainly because of grilled cheese. Okay. But, but <laughs> yeah, you, you know, in watching that movie, you realize it's not just American cheese. It's and true. It's like you, you can do whatever you want to do. You learn that it can be next level. Now, I've been trying to get Tanya to watch Chef, and we just haven't had 
time to do it. Okay, Sam. But we decided let's go ahead and grill cheese uh, mm-hmm. last night. And she added tomato soup in. See, now right. I, I can honestly say I've never had tomato soup before. What? Not not into the sandwich, but I'm assuming you mean on the side. Yeah, on the side. Yeah. Okay, I just, got it. I've never had it, you know, at restaurants. It's at a home. compliment for sure. Really? And I figured that out last night. Uh-huh. So and we kicked it up even better because instead of just making grilled cheese sandwiches, I said, you know, I got this bread machine. Let's make the bread for the grilled cheese. <gasps> oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, we had our pinkies in the air and everything. Um, so we made the bread. Oh my god! Cooled it off a little, sliced it real thick, and mm-hmm. we had Gouda, Swiss, Colby Jack, and American. Oh my god! Sounds good. And she made the, the the tomato soup, but she likes to put uh, elbow macaroni, like a, yes, a, a few of those to in add there. some some carb to it. Oh man! And then <laughs> it was so good. And then when you dip the thing in there, yes, you're killing me. And, and it, it was almost like watching one of those commercials because when she cut the sandwich, when Tanya cut the sandwich in half and pulled it apart, uh-huh. it, it, yeah, it was like slow motion and it dripped and it was like, yeah, right. like cheese on a pizza. That's so sweet. I could only eat half the sandwich. It was so the bread was so thick and the, it was so much cheese and and, yes. and, and, and tomato sauce, the tomato soup goodness. Well, with a sandwich yeah. like that, I kind of feel like you have to eat it right then for the good, you know, it's for its best Yeah, appearance. for the hot and melty part. Is there, is there any leftover game there? There is, and I'll find that out today. Yeah. Because she didn't eat half of hers. I ate, you, you know. Put it in a sandwich press maybe to heat it or on a, on yeah. a pan. Yeah. I'm surprised that this is the first time you've had that. Tomato soup, yeah. yeah. With Not, it. Yeah, because that was what my mom did anytime we weren't feeling good. It was always grilled cheese and yeah. tomato soup. Yeah, I know that's like the standard to go with it, but I've never had it. She's making you a better man. Thank yeah. you, Tanya. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. In three things to know, an update on what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine today and how Elon Musk is involved. Three things you need to know today. Number one, a Ukrainian delegation is set to meet today with Russian officials um, after Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, ordered Russia's nuclear forces to be on high alert. And, of course, the U.S. and NATO saying that they they're under no threat. And meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians are fleeing their homes. Did you see any of that footage this weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, Stand with the Ukraine rallies have happened all over the globe at the White House in New York City and Poland and London and Greece all over the place. So SNL kicked off the show Saturday with the Ukrainian choir. Yes, they certainly did. And the, and the SAG Awards, mm-hmm. they had um, tributes as well. Number two, Elon Musk got involved. Did you guys see this? No. He's activated his Starlink satellites no. so that Ukrainians can access broadband internet. There's so many Ukrainians who are just stuck right there, so he's going to be adding more terminals as well. It's a a network of about 2,000 satellites in low Earth orbit that provide high-speed broadband. And he says more is on the way. He wants to do what he can help, and that's certainly something that he can do. Mm -hmm. And number three, Russian products are disappearing from the shelves. Have you heard about this? Russia is starting to feel the heat over this from the world. Uh, not just the financial sanctions, but uh, the U.S. is looking to ban Russian seafood, gas. The European wow. Union closed its airspace to Russian planes. And here's one. Across the United States at stores and bars, uh, they're like store runners. They're pulling Russian vodka. Ah. They're saying you can't find it as much. Instead, they're offering up premium vodka from the Ukraine. Aha. Three things to know today.
Coming up, Sam has music news. Going to share with you the one thing that Tim McGraw says he was afraid to ask his wife, Faith Hill. Sam's music news. Here's one for you. Tim McGraw was afraid to ask his wife this big question. It's your love. You know, his wife being Faith Hill. Right. What? Um, Marry me? I'm going to be in this show called 1883. Do you, uh, you want to do it with me? He had to be the one to ask her? Yeah. Uh, Why? Tyler Sheridan. Taylor Taylor. 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 Okay. Taylor. <laughs> he asked. Uh, okay, Tim says he was a big fan, a big fan of Yellowstone. And Duh. Taylor came to him out of the blue and said, hey, do you want it? We're, we're looking at doing a prequel series, or origination mm-hmm. series, and I want you to be in it. And he's right. like, yeah. He goes, here's Dude, the thing. Sign me up. I'd like you to ask your wife if she would be in it too, as your wife in the show. And he said he he waited three days to ask her because he, he didn't he want to work with her. Afraid to ask her, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know why he'd Look, be afraid to ask it's her. It's not for everybody working with a spouse. Yeah. It is not easy. There's no telling why he took his time. He probably wanted to think about it. Yeah, where where would you get that from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's staring me in the face. And by the way, he did say uh, when they after shooting uh, a couple of episodes, yeah. he's decided that that's all he wants to do uh, on exact. TV and movies the rest of his life is do westerns. Oh. Next time, because he was he's in the, play. You know, he's been in a bunch of movies, but yeah. this, I guess this is his first western. That's fun. Yeah. Mm. Uh, some sad news, kind of for a heart fans. I'm a heart fan, a big one. Okay, you know how the sisters are like bickering? They got a little thing going on. No, I didn't know that. There was something a couple years ago about somebody talking to somebody's kid and they didn't want them oh, talking to Oh, that's right. But I thought all that was worked out. Uh, apparently not because Nancy Wilson's going out on tour with Nancy Wilson's heart. Oh, come on. This she is says, not the way. She said there was a big money deal last year for Hart to go out on tour and they, she's got a band together but Anne wanted to put together her own band. Of and, course. And Nancy said, I've never worked with these people. We always work with these guys. And so Anne is going to go do her own thing, I don't and like that. Nancy's taking the guys they usually work with to go out on tour. Replacing Anne will be uh, Kimberly Nicole, who was on season eight of The Voice. She nice. was one of the finalists on that. Still, oh, you by know. the way, here's a little bit. They actually performed one concert in Vegas. Here's what they sound like. Pretty good. That's Kimberly singing. Murphy, we yeah. saw them in 2019. Everybody all together. I guess they weren't perfection. fighting at that point. No, it was perfection. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, from our Facebook page, Murphy, there's a little girl yeah. who's 10 who lights up every time you talk about something. So we're going to tell you about her next. We like to hear from you the most, so keep it all coming. You can call or text 877-310-4MSJ, yeah. <laughs> or you can hit us up online. Social Media Connect. I'm laughing because you were looking at me funny, Murphy. What's so funny? I'm just got googly eyes for you this okay, morning. Stop. Ignore me. Oh, all Lord. Right. <laughs> this comes from stop. Shasta on our Facebook page. I love that name. I know, me too. It says, hi, love you guys. I want to tell you that my daughter, who is 10 was diagnosed last April with type 1 diabetes. Really? And we listen every day. And one day after she was diagnosed, we were listening, and Murphy was talking about his diabetes, and the way she lit up was so amazing. And now every time you guys talk about it, she gets excited because she's happy that someone else is dealing with this as well. Wow. The After the Show podcast the other day about the girl in the ball gown with her Dexcom on is amazing, 
And she loves that you saw that, Jody, because she has a dance coming up at school and has been de- debating on how she will, well, where she will put her mm. Dexcom. Wow. Thank you guys for everything you talk about and bringing smiles to our faces. So well, Shasta, thank you for that and letting us know. See, that's what I was talking about the other day, how, you know, when you, when a type 1 diabetic runs into another one, there aren't that many of us in the diet. Sam, he doesn't mean run into. Like, yeah, I was about to write this joke down. Two diabetics walk into a bar. Yeah, right. I mean, we're, we're 4% of the diabetic population, something like that, between 4 and 6 7%, something like that. It's not huge. And so when you run into somebody else who is experiencing the same thing, you immediately want to compare notes. And mm-hmm. it's an odd comforting. It's, you know, so I of understand. Of course it's comforting because you probably largely feel alone. In a group of a hundred people, how many type one diabetics can there be? Not many. Don't yeah. don't do that joke either, Sam. But really, I, and then I understand because I live with you. There's so many particular little things to know, and especially someone ten years old. Huh. I don't know how. Like, there's so much to know. Murphy's yeah. still learning every day, and I won't tell you his age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, the, the the technology makes it easier. And, you know, if you're 10 years old or 15 and just experiencing this and wondering how you're going to handle it for your entire life, it is manageable. It's there, but it's manageable. And it's know? one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. We love hearing from you. Uh, keep it coming anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Man, I figured this was going to happen. Aaron Rodgers, who is in a pivotal place in his life, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers for now. Mm -hmm. You know, he posted all this beautiful gratitude stuff last week. And the first thing he was grateful for was the actress Shailene Woodley, who he was engaged to this, you know, major couple that were engaged and they split up Well, they've been seen together all weekend. She doesn't have an engagement ring on, but they're 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 seeing each other again. It's just kind of lovely. So maybe she fell for it. Oh, ha ha. The Instagram post. Maybe she did. <laughs> the word is she's not completely shut the door. She would have never agreed to meet with him. So there is a, a chance. lot of love there. There's a lot of love there. Yeah. yeah While she was the in- first in the list of gratitude. So, yeah. <laughs> right. If you put your teammates first, maybe not. Number two, I um, wanted to let you know that also this weekend and la- late last week, um, Jason Momoa moved back in with Lisa Bonet. It's the exact spot that Volko gave me my first swimming lesson. After their split, remember he was like yeah. living it's in an RV. It's a reconciliation kind of weekend, yeah. it sounds like, huh? I know. The, the, rule, the deal here is they were together. They've been together for like 16 years. Four years of it, they were married. They have children together, and apparently, you know, they just needed some time apart. Uh, he moved back in, so it looks like they're going to reconcile. So did he use those just Dothraki uh, sweet nothings that he whisper in her ear? I mean, does he even have to? Have you ever um, sat across from someone, like, having a lunch or a dinner, and there's something about them you can't stop looking at, but you can't say anything about it either? <laughs> have you ever had that? You mean, you mean something, something that, weird? that makes you swoon? Not swoon, but weird. Yeah, yeah Sam, you win. The yeah. weird. Uh-huh. Okay, so this happened this weekend. The way they're eating or just like the look on their face? I'm going to tell you. Oh. <laughs> and since Murphy and I are, you know, married, I can tell him. So we you see where this is going. <laughs> uh, so I can deduct from this that Murphy looked weird at yeah. the table. Yeah. I did some shopping on Saturday and um, middle of the day. You know, we start texting back and forth, and he's like, would you like to have lunch? I'm like, yeah, here's where I am. Meet me here. With who? So (laughs) we meet and have lunch at a great little fresh Mexican restaurant grill. Mm -hmm. So we meet there. Murphy orders the enchiladas. And they have this 
this red sauce all over them. Yeah, yeah, and gelato, gelato sauce. sauce, but it's the real deal. I mean, it is. Yeah, they yeah. must use some legit dye in their red sauce because his lips were Marilyn Monroe red <laughs> the whole dinner, the, and I couldn't. And then he started talking about serious stuff. <laughs> or were you snickering yeah. the whole time? No, I. No, she said, "Hey, you need to wipe your mouth." You got, and every time I'd wipe, she said, "It's still there." I'm like, I wiped pretty hard just now. I mean, seriously, it, look at me. Is it still there? Do you look pink today? No, no, I don't think so. Man, it, 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 it wasn't artificial dye, though. I mean, you know, this was they were okay. using real ingredients. I'm joking. I'm just saying. I've, you've eaten. We've eaten together a lot. You've eaten enchiladas before, where your face didn't look like you just got out of the makeup chair before. Did I still look that way when we got home? Well, no. I went shopping after. Remember? I don't know. I couldn't take it anymore. All right. What about <laughs> eating lunch with a clown? <laughs> what about later that evening? Was it still on me? No, I think it faded finally. But okay. it was so yeah. strong. And what's funny is that I'm still seeing it. <laughs> you didn't take a picture. No, I don't want to shame. I'm not into shaming. Oh, really? But but we can talk about it. It's one of those things where if I wasn't married to him, I wouldn't have been able to say anything. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about that recently. I'm glad you did. I really, I mean, I did my best to wipe it off. I guess it's a good thing I didn't have that little blueberry dessert they had, too. (laughs) All right, guys, do you remember when I dropped this on you last week on Friday? Weeknight dinner ideas. Since they're uh, hungry, yeah, last minute things and you know, life is them? busy. Yeah. yeah, you guys want to hit, hit me with them? Leftovers, leftover night. Clean out the freezer. Freezer night. Sandwich night. Sandwich night is number three. And what's the fourth? Another night. Breakfast. <laughs> Breakfast night. Look at you. You guys knocked that out. Those are the four ideas. That way you can only have to cook one night per week. The other ones can be sandwich, breakfast, freezer, leftover. Could be. And I want to drop this on you. If you slow cook. Whatever, pork or chicken, all day long. You know, do it t- tomorrow. When you get home, tacos. Add taco seasoning to it or add it when you first start. Uh-huh. Taco night can be easier, just the fixings. Okay? Fixings. No, I've never thought about making tacos in the crock pot. Oh, like we're that. doing it this week. The shells and everything, huh? No, <laughs> just the meat. <laughs>